Perak Aleph Mishnah Vav. Sanhedrin Gedola, the Sanhedrin Agadol, the Basin Agadol, Hoysa Shoshim Ve'echer, is comprised of 71 Dayanim. Uketana, the Sanhedrin Katana, was comprised of 23 Dayanim, like learned in the beginning of the Mesechta. Uminayin Gedola Shoshim Ve'echer, how do I know that the Basin Agadol was comprised of 71 Dayanim? Shnemar, as the Pasuk says, Esfali Shivim Ish Mezikne Yisrael, gather for me 70 men from the Zikne Yisrael. So that's 70. Umosha Agabeya, and Moshe was appointed over the seventy, as it says Vanessa Yitzchab and Masa Ha'am. So how do you know? so behold, you have Harry Shivim Ve'echad, you have seventy-one, seventy of the Zikne Yisrael, one of Moshe Rabbeinu. So you have seventy-one. That's why I know the Beit Hanagadol needs to have seventy-one Dayanim. This is the Pei Tanakama. Rabbi Yehuda Amir Shivim. No, says so Rabbi Yehuda, it's seventy Dayanim because Rabbi Yehuda Darshan's Vanessa Yitzchab means that they have to be compared to you, meaning the seventy Zikne Yisrael have to be compared to Moshe Rabbeinu. They have to have yichas, they have to be clean from any uh, blemish. Not that Moshe was sitting with the 70 uh, elders, rather the 70 elders have to be compared to Moshe, compared to his righteousness. And therefore you only need 70 for the Beit HaNagadol, but the Lacha follows the Tanakhama, not like Rabbi Yehuda. Uminayin lekatana she shall also vishlosha. How another base in a katana needs a total of twenty three dayanim. Shnei, as the pasuk says, by a rotzeach vishavtu eida vitzilo eida. We're discussing a murderer, a rotzeach, and it says you have to judge the congregation and save the congregation. Shavtu eida vitzilo eida. So eida shofetus, which means ten are mechayev the nidon that's before us in court. The Eid Matelas and ten are Mizaka, the Nidon that's before us in Beisdin. So I already kind of asked him, that's twenty. That's twenty Dayanim. Umnayin Eid Shiasar. How do I know it's like a commercial break? How do I know the word Eida is referring to ten? Shinemar as the Pasuk says, Ad Masil Eida Harazos. So it's referring to the Miraglim. Until will this Eid of this congregation be so evil? So we know now there were twelve Miraglim. Yatu Yeshuva Kalev, Yeshuva Kalev, we're not included in this Pasuk because they did not say Lashon Haran Eretz Yisrael. That leaves you with 10. So we know now that, uh, that Eida is comprised of 10. So the Shav to Eida, Vatsila Eida will be 10 and 10. 10 to be Mechaev, 10 to be Mezakeh. That's 20. Uminayin Lav Yod Shloshe, had I known how to bring another 3 to this basin. So we mash with Shinema, the Pasuk says, Lo siya acharab l'rav. Do not go after the Rabbim, the majority, to do bad. So Shemani, what I learned from there? That She'eyei Mehem Latova, I should go after the majority to do good. Then in Kain Lamanemar, why do I have a separate Pasuk that teaches us, Acharab Lahatos? Go after the majority to do good. I know that already. If I'm not going after the majority to do bad, obviously I will for it to do good. Rather, the actual Pasuk is coming to teach us, Lo Tova When you're being Machriya a din, to be to be Machayev or to be Mezake, and you're going after the majority, it's not going to be the same. Meaning, Tova Al Echad. If you have to be Machriya the din, say you've got, you know, Ten on one side and ten on the other side. And you want to make this nidon meritorious. We want to be mezakim. All you need is one more on the good side to tilt the judgment in his favor. However, if you're turning the favor, uh, if you're turning the case against the plaintiff, to be of him, you can't just have an 11 on 10. It has to be uh, a 12 on 10. You have to have, you have, to have uh, two more on the majority end to be mechaev. This is what it means. When it comes to Dina Nefashos, capital crime, Even though 
basically, when it comes to Dina Nefashas, we're talking about Dina Nefashas specifically over here. If you want to be Mazaka the Nidon and have him be exempt from the Din, you can have an 11 on 10. That suffices. You just need one more on the good end. But if you want to be Mechaev and have him be Chayev Misa, you have to have two, you have to have 12 on 10. They have to be winning by two more. That's why we have this Pasuk two times teaching us of Lucia Acharab and Laros, then Acharab and Lahatos. Now, that being said, so we know that the Dinah Nefashos is going to be a total of how much? 22, right? Because one to be, uh, to, to turn the, the judgment in the favor of the Mezakeh, but you would need two to turn the judgment against the Mechaev. But now it's a total of 22. Basin cannot be equal. So then most even you're forced to add one more. That brings you to 23 Dayanim. And therefore the Sadhajah Katana will comprise of 23 Dayanim. And of course, when judging a case, you only need one more on the meritorious end to have this Nidon exempt from the judgment. But if you be Machai of him, in a case of Dinah Nefashos, of capital crime, then you'd have to have at least two uh, on the majority end to be Machai of the uh, Nidon before us. Now, how many people have to be in the city to be right to be uh, eligible for a Sanhedrin Katana to have a court of 23 in their city? It says the mission, you have to have a total of Maya Ve'esham, 120 citizens. I think Mark explains that the Sanhedrin Katana comprised of 23 Dayanim. Plus, you had three rows of Tamil Chachamim that would sit before the Sanhedrin. Uh, and each row was comprised of 23 Tamil Chachamim. And then you had the Asara Batlanim. There were 10 people in the city that would not go to work and they would sit all day in the base medrash. Then you would have Shnei Seifim, two scribes that would write the words of the Mezak and the words of the Mechaev. And then you had two, two Shemashi Beisdin that were there to give Malkus to the one that would be Chayev and to call the Baladin to court. And then you had the Shnei Baladin and the two people that are coming to court. Then you have Shnei Edom, two witnesses. Then you have Shnei Edom Zomim, two Edom Zomim, meaning in order to prevent the witnesses from testifying falsely out of a concern that maybe two other witnesses will come and testify against, the, against them, saying that they're liars. And on top of that, Ushnei Zomim Zomim, another group of two witnesses that would be that could be Mazim, the witnesses, meaning there's three layers. There's regular Edom, there's Edom Zomim available to knock out the first group, and then there's a third group of Edom to knock out the second group to prevent any group from lying. So basically three layers. A guy comes to court, brings two witnesses. Those two witnesses may be lying. So there are two more that can prove they're lying. Now those two may be lying also. There's another two more to prove, the, to prove they're lying. So basically you have three, three layers. And then you have two gabay tzedakah and a third to give out the tzedakah. Because tzedakah is collected with two, but it's given out by a third person. And then you have a rofe, a doctor in the city. A lavlar, I believe, is a tanner in the city. Malami Tinokos is a rebbe. So a total of 120 people in the city, including the Sanhedrin Katana, to be eligible for Sanhedrin Katana. No, it's got to be 230. Meaning that each Dayan from the Sanhedrin Katana, has to rule over at least uh, 10 people. You don't have rulership with less, with less, with less than 10. Therefore, you have to have in the city 
Asaras Toshavim. You have to have 23 tens of dwellers. To have a court of 23 So basically, 230 people in the city, so that a tenth of each one of those groups of ten, which would comprise of the 23 of the Sanhedrin Katana, because each dayan has to rule over uh, ten people. Okay, and the Lacha follows up the first opinion like the Tanakhama. That concludes the first parak of Sanhedrin. Moving on along, parak Bays Mishnah Aleph. Kohen Gadol Dan. A Kohen Gadol can judge other people, meaning he's able to sit as a Dayan on the Bezin and he can judge. And the, and the judges do not have to be concerned not to argue on the Kohen Gadol, you know, out of his honor. No, they can argue on him and he can serve as a regular judge. Vidana no so. In addition, we will judge a Kohen Gadol. Any kind of Tevia, any kind of claim we have against him or a sin that he did, he, we, we can judge him. And by Dina Nefashas, we would judge him in a court of 71. And Dina Mamanos, we would judge him like anybody else in a court of three. Mayid, he can testify as a witness before Bezdin. And the Warwick explains he's only going to testify for the prince, meaning Sha'ahamelech Atzman, the king himself, ain't a mayid. One cannot testify. As we'll learn, Hamelech lo mayid, the king does not testify, so we don't testify against the king. However, if the Kohen Gadol knows testimony on the prince, the king will come, sit in the Bezdin, out of the honor of the Kohen Gadol, then the Kongol will come and testify his testimony. Uh, however, Baderach in general, it's not the covered of the Kohen Gadol. Uh, uh, normally, the Kohen Gadol will not come and testify. But if it's for the prince, he will come and testify for the prince. Anyone that knows testimony, anyone that knows testimony on the Kohen Gadol, on any kind of claim they have against him, can come and testify on the Kohen Gadol. Cholates, if the Kohen Gadol's brother dies without any children, so he fulfills the mitzvah of Chalitza to his sister-in-law, even though she's going to spit before him during the Chalitza process, we're not concerned for his covet. If the Kohen Gadol dies without any children, so that his brother can do a Chalitza to the Kohen Gadol's wife, his brother can do Yibam to his wife, meaning the deceased Kohen Gadol's brother can do Yibam on his sister-in-law, on the Kohen Gadol's wife, because the Kohen Hedjot is permitted to marry an Almana. Avalhu, Enom Yabim Kohen Gadol, cannot do Yibam. If, his, if a Kohen Gadol's brother died, left over a wife with no children, he cannot do Yibam on his sister-in-law. If they show Asib Almana, Kohen Gadol is forbidden to marry an Almana. Mace lo mace, if one of his relatives, one of the Kohen Gadol's relatives die, even his father or mother, he cannot escort the dead. Because of his pain, he'll forget and he'll become tummy. And the Torah says, Even to his own parents, he cannot become tummy. Basically, as the Leviah is uh, going, he's always got to be a block behind. You know, so when they're in the open, he's hiding. Uh, or when he's in the open, they're hiding. He's always got to be a block behind, not to get too close. He'll walk with them to the gate of the city. From a distance up until the gate of the city. In the city, he's able to hide himself. By each block, he's on the other block. And if he won't be seen together with the um, those that are carrying the coffin. But once they go out of the city, there's nowhere to hide. Therefore, he cannot escort them past the, uh, past the gates of the city. Even if he's very far away. Therefore, a mayor. Because the mayor holds where it says, it means that a Kohen Gadol cannot leave his Kedusha. 
So it's permitted for him to escort the, the mace as long as he's going from at a distance. Uh, he's, not, you know, he's not mingling along with everybody else by the Kavur, by the, by the Leviah. So from a distance would be okay. That's your mayor's opinion. Rabbi Huda says, no, any of in a mikdash. He cannot go at all to escort the mace, even if it's his mom or dad. Shinemar I'm in a mikdash Says Rabbi Huda, we darshan out like Yitzchak, he cannot leave from his kedusha at all, and the lach of Hazak of Yehuda. However, if there's a corpse, a dead person that's not one of his relatives, he's actually permitted to escort that, that mace. Because since he's not, you know, sure, but sorry, he's not in pain, it's not his own family, we're not concerned that he'll go and actually touch the mace and become tummy. When he goes to be Menachem others, they're coming back from the Levaya, they stand to be Menachem the Avelim, the Minigaham was, they go, they went to the other before the Avelim, and they console them. Now the Sagan Kongad, like the vice Kongad, was appointed to fill the Kongad's place if he becomes puzzle. So then on Yom Kippur, he would be the vice, he'd, he'd, he'd fill his place. What happens is, is he's Mechaim in the Alicha. I mean, the Kongad is in the middle. The, the, the uh, vice Kongad, the Mamuna, goes to his right. And then the people go to his left. When he's going to be Menachem, um, uh, someone who's sitting Shiva. When he's receiving an Achama, condolence, from other people, the whole nation tells him, we are your kapara. Meaning through us, you should have an atonement. And uh, anything that should be coming upon you, God forbid to, to, for bad, you know, let us be in your place. He responds to them, you should be blessed from Shemayim. You should have a bracha. And then when they serve him his Sulis Havra, you give an Avil uh, right after the Kavur, after the burial, the Allah is that the first meal is served by others. The Avil cannot serve himself. So when these people bring the Suda to the Kohen uh, Gadol, call on the Subin Al Arth. Everyone sits on the ground to be with him with his pain. But the Kohen Gadol sits on a bench out of his honor. And according to the Rambam, even the Kohen Gadol would sit on a Kisi Namach on a low chair.